And welcome into the mystery fifth hour along with Lance Taylor, Jim Dunaway, I'm Ryan Brown. We're about to break down the final season of Ozark. Uh, Rockstar's not with us because he's got a baby that cries all the time, so he hasn't been able to see it. So we've just plotted on without Rockstar. Yeah, you know, some people believe this is one of the greatest dramas of all time. Um, I would consider drama maybe a little dark comedy in there. Um, I don't know about you guys. I seem to laugh out loud four or five times every episode. Um, 44 episodes. It's finally over. What did you think? Well, I'm glad we're doing this in the Mystery Fifth Hour here because I had some questions. Uh, but my biggest takeaway, and we'll just start with my biggest takeaway and we okay. can work around, but, you know, I was shocked on two fronts. One, that they got out in a positive manner without any blood on the family. I don't think they did. I've got a couple oh, of thoughts on that. Okay. This is like the last scene of Sopranos. It's open and, for interpretation. Yeah, it is. And then... For me, I, when Ruth got killed, I think that's a dream sequence. And I've said that since day one, and now there are other people starting to jump in. Oh, yeah? That that's the jumping-off point of if they do a movie or a spinoff series, that it'll be Ruth, and that she was smart enough when she was coming back or realized that, that the mob was going to be waiting on her at the trailer. Ruth, she pulled a gun on everybody. She's not going to get out of the car and walk around this thing into the headlights and stand there and wait to be shot without a gun? That's not that's not Ruth's character. I, I just that, um, that is such a dream no, sequence. Because, Ruth is not dead. Ruth is not dead. Yeah, too and not not to jump too far ahead in this, but she had already killed the head of a and I've got some huge issues with this, the head of a drug family. To Dunaway's point, she knows she's a marked person. She's not gonna ride around without a gun. So, yeah, I, I didn't like I, that. I don't call. think Ruth really necessarily cared about living. She <laughs> was pretty reckless. I mean, she really was. I mean, I know she was just building a house, but I don't know if that was really the thought. For her going after Javi, and by the way, so when season part one of season four ends, it is after White and Darlene are murdered, Ruth, we can tell, has gone nuts, and she's going after Javi. I was shocked that it was episode one yeah. of the second part of season four. Well, they four. put it in the trailer. I mean, they showed it in the trailer, except it wasn't. It was her envisioning doing it, but she knew she was. But I think it. once she crossed that line, like her whole entire family was wiped out. I think she was yeah. like, F it, man, I'm just, I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm taking this guy out. I don't care the repercussions that come with that. But it seemed like she had gotten, you know, she had gotten a best friend or whatever back from South Florida to come back, and they were... You know, living Which a together. weird storyline, too. They were living Another together, story building line. a dream. Like um, I mean, did you guys even know who she was when she went to visit no, her? I had the to end? think about it. I was like, I've seen this person somewhere before. Where have I seen her? And it took me probably five or ten minutes in that episode to remember that she was the blue cat, I guess, owner? Like, yes. Marty bought the blue she, cat. She was the her. blue cat owner. Yeah. But they have a back and forth. You can tell they have, like, a contentious relationship from the Ozarks. The next thing you know, she's coming up. I understand, okay, they're scheming. Uh, she's in on this money play, but now they're watching TV, eating popcorn, and they're best friends. I mean, yeah. it's, there were so many holes in these final episodes. Yeah, that includes your part where the the girl he's talking about, the blue cat owner, um, climbs on top of the trailer and takes down a mob hit, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she takes down the most ruthless killer on that show. Yeah. The guy that has killed everybody, everybody on the show, and she drops him with a hunting rifle. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, they didn't even bother to insult us with a backstory like she's been a hunter her whole life and her dad used to take her hunting and stuff. They didn't even bother to insult us with that. They're like, we're just going to let her climb up in a rainstorm yeah. with a hunting rifle and, and kill this two guy. shots this dude's done. Yeah. Hits him, hit, wounds him first shot, and, yeah. then, and then puts him down yeah. on the second and shot. And Ruth's talking, talking her through That's it. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you breathe now. Don't forget to breathe before yeah. you pull I the trigger. Like well, and, you know, and, and Camilla, Camilla, to get involved, Omar's sister, who wants really nothing to do with the family business, until she does. Until she does. About it. Yeah. And then she becomes ruthless over the top. Um, okay, so here's the the way I think. This is, okay, we had the envelopes. Where are the envelopes? Well, oh, I'll, I'll the go envelopes. Get I'll go get them. Yeah, you're, you're wired. That's okay. Um, go, go that, get the, it's okay. My top left drawer. Top okay. left drawer. Okay. Three three All right, so yeah. let me quickly say before you before we get into the envelopes. This is the mystery fifth hour. This is the mystery fifth hour is what Jim wants me to quickly say. Mystery fifth hour is we look uh, back at Ozark. I hated Ruth killing Javi the way it happened. There is zero chance, zero chance a Mexican drug lord is going to walk into an office, even of an associate, without henchmen or bodyguards. No doubt. He strolls in by himself in the middle of the night, and she just, you know, kills it. Yeah. And then... 21-year-old Hick, who's never killed anybody, I don't think. She puts a bullet in him, and... Like, he's at least got a driver that's driven. He didn't drive himself to that building. He didn't take an Uber. This is a Mexican drug lord. I mean, somebody's going to say, hey, he didn't come back out of the building. What has happened? Yeah, and I, I mean, there also, was, if somebody hears a shot in that building, I'm going to assume security's yeah, going to come back. I know by. it's the middle of the night, but there's got to be somebody. But in still, it. some yeah. security. Yeah. Do you want yours or do you want somebody else's? Why uh, don't we each read? Let's each read each other. Okay. Well, so, we can't read LT's writing. Who I can read kidding? LT's writing. I'll figure it out. You're, Mine was simple. Right. Um, Okay, LT, you all read. You first. read mine first because right. I thought for sure yeah. that for this that, is the way this season would end. For those that the don't know, we sealed up before right. we watched it the way we thought the series would end before we even watched episode one of the That's final right. groups here. All right, so here's how Lance thought it would end: Marty, Wendy, Charlotte, and Jonah all die in a car wreck driving back to Chicago after all the debts have been settled. It was close. I thought they had tied it up. So, I don't know. Was it episode... We saw the, the car, car wreck early. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. You saw the, the car wreck was the first episode of season four, part one. Right. And so... And then it just showed the car upside down. Yep. And then it went into that season. So, I think it was the episode before the finale when they get in the car wreck, the actual car wreck. Yeah. And it looks like only Wendy's dead. But they all survive it unscathed. My question is, why even involve that part of the storyline? Yeah, I guess it was their way of bringing the family back together. They knew the family was fractured, and it wasn't just going to naturally heal. So you got to have that near-death experience where we all evaluate life without each other, yeah. right? I mean, I think it's a little forced. I'm with you. For everybody to Just live. because they go through so much shit to begin yeah, with. No. Now we need a car that flips, <laughs> yeah, and the chances of everybody surviving that is pretty slim low. to none. Good commercial for Honda. Was yeah. that a Honda? Was I think a Honda it was, yeah. Good commercial well, for that. Read mine because it plays off of that well. Here's okay. why. Here, I this is Dunaways. I factor in the car accident as well. And I thought it was going to be a, a pretty significant moment was the car crash. Yeah, you're going to love my... Very so good handwriting on Dunaway. Uh, Dunaway's got the best penmanship on the show. I right? believe Marty and Ruth team up to kill off evil Wendy. So the kids and them are forever safe. Well, what does that have to do with the car? I thought when the car flipped over that that would be an opportunity for Marty to look into uh, the car, see her strapped in, can't get out, help me get out. Maybe the car is caught on fire or something. And Marty go ahead and looks at the kids, and the kids almost nod and 
and so give, they, give the thumbs up. <laughs> go ahead and kill mom. And wow. They, and this could be uh, Sopranos light where uh, Christopher Montesante and, and, and Tony Soprano get in the car wreck and Tony chokes him out. Yeah, I, I thought it would be something like that. Brown says. I've got three things I thought would happen okay. here. You'll love these. Brown thought the kids were going to die in the car crash. Yeah, I thought, I thought what would happen is it looked like everybody was out and they were going to exit unscathed and this was the writer's way of saying, you're not going to get through this unscathed. You're going to yeah. lose your kids. You yeah. know, you, you've and simply I think, lost them and got them back. Now you're gonna I think that would have been a great way to end Yeah, that. I agree. Uh, and a lot of people were really upset that that something didn't happen to the yeah. family. Uh, his po- second point, Ruth kills Hobby. That was in the trailer. That was but, in the trailer. <laughs> I, I, I did a freebie there, yeah. And then I thought this was, I think this is very smart on you. I thought this was coming eventually. Wendy leaves Marty for Navarro. I mean, there was something creepy about their relationship it, the entire it, way. That was so, like, why did they even put that in there? I don't know. Like, the phone calls leading up. All right, so the scene in the mall where he basically says, you know, when Marty's not home and you're cooking dinner, think about me. It was a weird come on to, to Wendy Bird. But their phone calls before that, you could tell there was some sort of sexual tension between them. I thought there was some tension. I, I think there was something to another example of how Wendy was in control of the family. Because yeah. Wendy did call all the shots. And it's like Marty just fell in line. And Wendy became really evil. And I think at the end of the show, the evil people ended up being the birds. They weren't unscathed, and here's why. Um, first of all, with Ruth getting knocked out, they're going to be investigating that. The birds are known as the... Um, yeah, she's a casino owner. Yeah, the, the crime family yeah. in town now. She's a casino owner, and she's died unexpectedly. Who's the first person you're going to look at? The person she took the casino from, right? right. Yeah, but you're, you're just assuming they're going to find that body. And uh, that body's not going to end well, up it could back, be, could back be, in Mexico. Could be at the bottom of the pool with okay. the other guy. One of the worst characters in the entire show, Mel Saddam, the detective from Chicago. So he finally gets his job back with the uh, Chicago PD. Great line, by the way. Oh yeah, great line. With the judge. Yeah, when they're well, no, no, no. The judge is funny, but when they're at the uh, yeah, that's the judge, right? That's got to yeah. get him the job back there at the mill, and he goes, "You know, I have always dreamed of sailing a boat from uh, on Lake Michigan from Michigan to Wisconsin. Only one problem, I ain't got a boat." And then he just starts yeah. eating. <laughs> that's got such a boat. good line. Yeah. Um, Okay, but so Mel finally gets his job back. All he wanted was to be back uh, after doing this weird investigation yeah. to begin with. So the final scene, he shows up and he's got Wendy's brother's ashes in his lap, which I thought was cheesy. And that's yeah. what he linked back to it. And then you got Joan and the kids come out and see this. And then, by the way, I think they ripped the Sopranos off going to the fade-out black, all-black ending there. You hear the gunshot. You hear the ceramic break, so you know Jonah has gone to the... He's already on the dark side, but he now is 100% in the family. But they kill off him. He is now part of the Chicago PD again that was investigating this family. They're going to have to go investigate now that he's missing. I, I, I think he said that he couldn't he couldn't stand the desk job or whatever he had. So I think he left the police department. It wasn't working out. Well, maybe I missed that part. I, but it, even with that said, people are still going to wonder he, he went missing investigating yeah. this family. So maybe I'm looking too much into this. But to me, the final scene of a series, right? It's an honor to be in that scene, I think. I think, like, you, in the final scene of a series, you put in the people that have been meaningful to the show. I right. mean, it's almost like a nod to... Ruth should have been there. Ruth should have been in there. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't totally disagree, but that guy had no place there. No. I mean, now, I'm cool with Wendy and Marty and the family and the kids being there. I'm cool with that. But that guy was just this tacked-on character that was really annoying. Yeah, and he didn't come on until the fourth season. Yeah, he was just tacked on to the end of the show. I just can't believe they gave him the honor of being in the actual final scene of the entire series. Well, and look, and the whole thing was really unbelievable. I thought there were believable moments. It was such a good series for three years. Uh, season one was great. Season two was was good. Season three was great. Um but there was only one way this was going to end for the birds. It was the prison or the morgue. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, it's that simple. And that's why I think money grab, I think there's going to be some kind of spinoff. I disagree with your dream sequence. I think it's going to be back, the birds getting investigated. If Jason Bateman will sign back on. Laura Lenny will. I don't think I, she's got a ton of options. I don't, I don't think Bateman will sign, sign, sign back on. I don't think it'll be a Ruth, uh, a Ruth and the kids spinoff. Is what I think it'll be. Maybe so. It did have a little bit of a Godfather ending, and understand where I'm coming from here. At the end of Godfather, now that you've seen it, you'll you'll understand this, where Michael has been sucked into the family, right? Um, She sees him through the door. They're kissing the ring, and then they close the door, and basically saying, you know, he's the boss now, and you're on the side where you're not going to know everything's happening. So I think there was a little bit of Jonah has now been sucked into the oh, family. Yeah. Like he tried to avoid it, tried to avoid it, tried to avoid it, and finally we've sucked him into our dark side. He's going to kill this guy to save us. Basically. But but another thing is, so Ruth says at different times, Jonah, the only person Jonah will listen to is me because Jonah yeah. has pretty much alienated himself from the family. They don't know Ruth is dead yet. Jonah mm-hmm. and Charlotte don't. That's so right. how well, pissed yeah. are they going to be? And they're going to track that back to yeah. To Marty and Wendy, too. There's a lot of open ends still yeah. for me. It just wasn't nicely tied up, which maybe it shouldn't be, but if you send them to prison or you kill off the whole family, then it's nicely tied well, you up. You assume that Jonah shot the detective and didn't You hear Wendy. ceramic. Yeah, you do oh, hear you ceramic. Do. I noticed that, too, because yeah. I went back and rewound it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What really happened here? But you do hear the shatter. Or at least I think you do. It's funny you yeah, said that because yeah. we hadn't really talked a lot about that, but I heard the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. Which I guess is why he's holding the goat. So, so yes on our new movie, yes on our I don't know. spinoff series. You know, that's popular now is to do a little movie. I mean, Bateman's at the top of his game right now, really. He can do about anything he, can do he anything wants. do anything he wants. Yeah, like, I agree with you on Laura Linney, though she is a phenomenal actress. She is. The um, scene on the courthouse steps where she's begging. Though, by the way, another annoying character is the guy from The Waltons, uh, the dad. Yeah. John Boy. Yeah, yeah, can't stand John Boy. I didn't, I didn't need that whole scenario. Yeah. But that the, her scene on the courthouse steps begging him not to take the kids is just... Her, her, her pinnacle of acting in this series was right after her brother gets killed. And she's in the van having a meltdown. And then on the steps begging her dad not to take the kids. I mean, that is just phenomenal yeah, acting. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's, she's been really good. nominated for multiple Academy Awards before. Uh, but with Bateman being an executive producer, man, this could be a money grab, though. I don't know how much more money he needs, but I mean, he directed a lot of those in the last episode, our last episode. I season. just wonder if if he realizes now it how many loose ends there are on this thing because it was a great show, and now I consider it a good show. Yeah, I agree. All right, that's the mystery fifth hour, our Ozark wrap up here. We appreciate you guys being with us. We'll uh, start doing these on a frequent basis, and uh, glad to have you along on all our our podcasts and now podcast platforms here where you can see us as we discuss all of this. What's our next topic, I wonder? Um, I don't know. We could go back to the traditional Mystery Fifth Hour forum where we just got random stuff. I like that. Yeah, I got a phone full of stuff. Every time I think of one of those things, I, I type it too. in my notes. 
So I got a phone full of notes of stuff that I want to bring up with the Mystery Fifth Hour. All right. Thank you for uh, supporting us, and uh, remember to like and subscribe everywhere where it's called for. Thank you.